shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the one standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com/safety or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. And as you saw from the episode title, I'm still going by catching up on things that happened during WrestleMania week. So this episode is part of GCW's The Collective. I believe you can still rent it on Fight TV. Don't hold me to that. Um, But it's the Acid Cup 3. Which is a two-day tournament. It had 16 wrestlers that you saw in day one. And then they had the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the finals on day two. It was held April 8th in Ybor City, which is part of Tampa. Excellent place to go. Um, it's, it's fun as all get out, especially in the evenings. And at night. If you're somebody that does not follow independent wrestling. Does not like independent wrestling. Does not want to hear me talk about new and up and coming wrestlers. Then you might as well just turn this episode off. Because while there are big stars in the Acid Cup 3. If you don't follow smaller promotions or indie promotions, you're not going to think they're big stars. I was excited when I saw the people that were going to be involved in this tournament and really, really had to see it. Especially, you know, Day two, with them wrestling, some of them, wrestling three times in one day, and then wrestling later that night, which we'll talk about in future stuff. But I felt like I saw a couple new wrestlers that I really hadn't heard of, and they impressed me, and I want to look for them, not only the rest of WrestleMania week that I wrote their names down, but I want to follow them this summer and see, do they explode? Do they take a step forward? Then there were some, guys, I have told you before on episodes previously that I'm so excited about 
I like them being independent wrestlers. I like them being able to show up on different shows. I know they want to make it so-called big at the WWE or AEW level so they'll get paid. And I totally respect that. But right now, I am just going to enjoy them wrestling anywhere and everywhere that I can see them. Now, the first match. I felt like this show was really put together well. Because the first match grabbed your attention right away. It was Calvin Tankman versus Colby Karina. Calvin Tankman, I'm sure you've had to hear of. But I guess if you don't follow anything, maybe you haven't. Um, Calvin Tankman has wrestled in GCW events. He's been in blood sports. I think he's been in three of them, two or three of them. Um, he wrestles for MLW. He's 355 pounds, and he is an athletic 355 pounds. No, 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 no. He's not Braun Strowman athletic. He doesn't run around the ring with a choo-choo whistle following him. No, I'm talking athletic as in doing moonsaults from the second rope, climbing up the ring post, and doing flips. That kind of athletic. Being able to do a standing drop kick. However, during this match, I'll tell you what, I wrote down Colby Carino's name because I kind of was impressed. I know Tankman is learning to sell. He has gotten so much better over the last six months at selling, but Colby Carino put together some nice offensive maneuvers. His transitions a lot of times were pretty smooth. He didn't care to grapple some with Tankman, but he also didn't care to fly. So I think he needs to put on some weight, but I thought this was a good match. And like I said, I want to keep an eye on Colby. I want to see him in some other things. The second match was Laredo Kid versus Braden Lee. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Calvin Tankman moved on. I'm, I just, I think, automatically assumed you guys knew that. We saw Laredo Kid versus Braden Lee. Again, Laredo Kid, you guys should have seen him. MLW, I believe he was the triple A middleweight. No, he's the triple A cruiserweight champion that took on Leo Rush. Leo Rush took his belt away. He also has faced Kenny Omega for the triple A heavyweight championship. Um, I want to say Laredo Kid has been on Impact Wrestling, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Braden Lee, I hadn't seen. 
I came away more impressed with him than I did Laredo Kid. Uh, I felt like Braden Lee showed some guts, showed extreme amounts of passion. I loved his athleticism. I loved his move set, uh, and I liked the story he told with Laredo Kid because in a tournament, you're not telling a story. You don't even have a storyline unless you have some previous beef with them somewhere else along the line. But this kid told the story of the comeback and, and trying to get it together with Laredo Kid. And so I, by the end, was rooting for him to win. Now, I understood while I was there, I even talked to a, a, a different person and made sure Laredo Kid won. However, on day two, Braden Lee actually moved on. One of the people explained that Laredo Kid um, was not feeling good, had a minor injury, didn't want to aggravate it on day two. And Braden Lee took his place. So, match three ended up being Dragon Bane versus KTB. I hadn't seen either one of these guys. Uh, Dragon Bane did impress me. I kind of liked the whole uh, mask concept. Very athletic. I mean, really athletic. And just an enjoyable match watching him. Will I go out of my way to see him? No, probably not. Probably not for another year, year and a half. He's not polished. He's not ready. However, if he shows up on a show that I'm watching for someone else, I will look forward to it. I think I'll be very entertained with it. The fourth match, you know. I was excited. I was marking out. This is the guy on the independence. Um, even if you can call him an independent wrestler because he's part of Injustice on... MLW, he's on there pretty much every week. He is the epitome of what should have been done during the pandemic. He took note of himself and really sat down and did self-evaluation, talked to his friends, talked to people he respected, and people told him, you can't last. You are going to blow up. If you have to do a long match or you have to wrestle a couple times, your cardio is not where it needs to be. You don't have enough weight. He was 173 pounds. So during the pandemic, he totally reshaped his body. He's up to almost 220 now. Gotten his cardio better. And if you can believe it, I think at 220 now 
with him being in the better shape, I think he's faster now. He has the same amount of agility, and Jordan Oliver is just waiting to be signed by somebody. I will be extremely, and I do mean extremely, shocked if AEW does not grab a hold of him. Um, I almost look for them to grab Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed, not as a tag team, but as friends or a faction, and let them wrestle singles. But Jordan Oliver took on Surreal, and this was a one-sided match. And I loved every minute of it. The fifth match was Lee Moriarty versus J.J. Garrett. This is the second time I've seen J.J. Garrett. I saw him in Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F uh, show. I'm not impressed with him. I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm. This is the second time I saw him. I'm not impressed with him. Um, a lot of people were comparing him to Scott Steiner. Uh, I don't see it. Yes, he wears a singlet. Yes, he has a mullet that is way too long. Uh, doesn't do anything for his presentation. I just don't see it in him. Now, maybe in three months from now, I'll see him in another show and you'll hear me ranting and raving about him. But I'm just not impressed with him. Lee Moriarty, I believe I saw two years ago. I, for some reason, was recognizing the name, but was not grabbing a face so when I saw him very impressed probably again one of the top indie wrestlers that somebody is going to be grabbing a hold of very soon um, maybe more polished than Jordan Oliver yet not 100% sure that he is as, is as athletic and is as smooth in his transitions, his moveset, knowing what he wants to do, when he wants to do it. He moved on. Sixth match of the night was, and I hope I'm pronouncing his first name correctly, Arez uh, Strange versus Aratimus. This match was the first match, I think, of this show that I got a little bored. We were hitting probably the two, two and a half hour mark. Hot. Very hot. And I couldn't get into this match. Not saying that either wrestler was bad. Not saying I didn't enjoy either wrestler. Just was starting to feel drained. Starting to not be interested anymore in these matches. 
Now, Erez Strange moved on. But see, match number eight was AJ Gray versus Nate Webb. And again, I, I don't know what it was, but I really wanted to get into it. Just felt like I couldn't. I had heard that AJ Gray was extremely talented, and no doubt he was. I just wasn't sitting on the edge of my seat rooting anyone on. We got to see Cole Raddick versus Jimmy Lloyd. I told you uh, Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F show I liked, but I left at the end because... I didn't get into Jimmy Lloyd, and um, I think he took on Starboy Charlie. I couldn't get into that match. So, I heard this one, and I thought, uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah, I made it. Cole Raddick got me excited. I was impressed with him. I was impressed with everything he did. I liked his character. I liked how he played with Jimmy Lloyd and Jimmy Lloyd played by. They had chemistry. I liked this Cole Raddick kid, and he is one of them that I definitely wrote down that I want to see elsewhere. Day two, which was April 9th, we got the quarterfinals up front. And Calvin Tankman, again, put on a show defeating Dragon Bane. And he proved that he is going to move up and move up pretty quickly. Lee Morarty defeat AJ Gray. Yesterday, you know, when I saw him, I thought, uh, I'm bored. I heard his name. Working with Lee Moraldi, he was a little more interesting. A little more excited, more, I don't know if the word's pumped up or what. He just put on a better showing with him. So, still not ready to watch go out of my way to watch AJ Gray, but probably am going to at least keep him in mind, like I said, if he's on another show where I'm watching someone else. Cole Raddick, he defeat uh, Arez Strange, and I pretty much called this one. I told you, you know, when I watched day one, that's when I started getting bored. That's when I started not liking him. I I didn't like his opponent. I wasn't really into him. Cole Raddick against him put him to shame. You could see the differences in their talent level. You could see their differences in their work rate level and... Probably their experience level. Although I don't know that to be true. I have not researched it. But it felt like Cole Raddick was a lot more experienced. 
Then, like I told you, Braden Lee took Laredo Kid's spot and put on one heck of a show with Jordan Oliver. Now, Jordan Oliver won, but these two made it worse year wild to be there, to see it, uh, to grab onto it. To allow them to rest and be able to compete, they had uh, Canis Lupus defeat Gabriel Sky. I had seen Lupus on MLW, and I don't know what to say. I, I don't know. I'm not real impressed with him. Uh, Gabriel Sky, I had heard the name before. He lost. He, he looked alright losing. Um, his selling needs a lot of work. But, um, it was an okay match. It was a filler match, and I, I knew that it, it was fine. So then we went to the semifinals, and you saw Lee Morality defeat Calvin Tankman. See, I thought we would see Calvin Tankman and Jordan Oliver in the finals. So for me, this was a big upset. For me, this was an eye-opening moment. It was a good match. Lee Morardi, the offense that he chose to take on in this match and what he chose to show in this match, I thought was pretty awesome. Tankman sold for him. Looked good selling for him. And I just... I found this match believable. I've seen Calvin Tankman lose before. Um, especially to Jacob Fatu on MLW. But this was a different kind of losing. And like I said, it made me believe... That, yeah, Lee could defeat Calvin Tankman. The second semifinal was Jordan Oliver defeating Cole Raddick. I'm telling you, if you can still rent it, or you can some way find it, Jordan Oliver defeating Braden Lee and Jordan Oliver defeating Cole Raddick I think it's worth a second watch. I think both of those two young guys, well, Jordan's also young, but those two young guys that I hadn't heard of really put on a show with Jordan Oliver. I want to see them do that with other wrestlers. But it was definitely two of the better matches of this Acid Cup 3 because it was almost like Jordan Oliver made them. Because he definitely made me want to see more of them and him. 
So, they had another filler match. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't watch it. I was up talking. I was up getting food. I just wasn't paying a lot of attention. Uh, but the finals were Jordan Oliver versus Lee Marardi. This probably was the best match of the Acid Cup 3. Uh, Jordan Oliver won. He took a home the Acid Cup, and it seemed like it truly meant something to him. It is named after a wrestler who I believe died four years ago, and they put it on every year in his honor. I don't know whether Jordan Oliver knew him or what, but it definitely seemed like it meant something to him I was very impressed with how he handled himself um he came out later and signed autographs talked to fans shook people's hands told people thank you for coming to the show and if they said oh I was rooting for you or whatever he thanked them for rooting for him, and for being a fan of his. A lot of times you don't see that. And, but if people said, you know, I was rooting against you, I hate it, he was always, well, I'm glad you came anyway. I'm glad that you got to see the guy that you were rooting for, and I know you didn't want me to win, but I'm glad you stuck, stuck around and watched me perform. He was very... He wasn't combative. He wasn't rude. Or anything like that. And that's so refreshing to see. From a lot of different young wrestlers. I really enjoyed the Acid Cup. Uh, I have heard some people down it. I don't know whether the actual TV program turned them off. Or... Maybe it went out, or I don't know. I've seen a lot of people that watched the bundle and just did not like this event. I did. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it a lot. So hopefully you guys can find some of these matches around and you can watch them. Because like I said, some of them are definitely worth it. If you guys got any questions, comments, problems, protests, yell at me. On Instagram, I am Pro Wrestling Overtime. On uh, Facebook, the page is Wrestling Overtime. The group is All Pro Wrestling All the Time. Twitter is pro overtime that's two o's pro overtime dms are open in case you want to ask a question that you don't want anyone else to see and always you can write my email it's pro wrestling ot at gmail.com i look forward to hearing from you guys and what you thought of this event if you got to watch it so i will be talking to you guys soon and i'll see you down the road
Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.